You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. It's another episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora here. Hello, Aurora. How was uh, week two of the second half of the second season of Fear the Walking Dead? <laughs> uh, I, last week was was fun, I think. I think we both liked it, although we had qualms. Right. Do we feel like it's kind of continuing in the right path here? You know, the... I. I felt like I saw a preview for this episode that yeah. showed Chris and Travis. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, no. But then I don't think they showed up at all in this yeah. episode. I'm happy about that. But <laughs> I think that means, like, that's all we're going to get for one episode, though. And that's uh, that's scaring yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but how are you feeling? Is it? Do you think it's moving along okay? I, I am. I am excited to talk about this one. There's uh, I know I, I think you know what I'm talking about, but there's one specific scene that I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Your your favorite actor in the world, uh, yes. Mr. Hometown Hero, is clearly not going to be a minor character. Right. He is very much in the forefront, and we'll talk yes. about it. Uh, let's run down the events of season two, episode nine of Fear the Walking Dead, called Los Muertos. And uh, it's Nick. We're still with Nick. I thought for sure we would go meet up with everyone else. Yeah, it kind of feels like he's like the like the main character now. Almost in a way, they definitely have focused way more on him. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nick begins to observe, uh, observe. I keep saying observe, observe. <laughs> Okay, it's we're recording this late, and <laughs> I have not had... A, maybe I should get a glass of water to, to keep me fresh, and, but uh, <laughs> he begins to observe <laughs> Luciana's community and is shocked to see Luciana's people banish an infected man, where he voluntarily allows himself to be eaten by walkers while they all creepily chant. I thought maybe they're saying a prayer, but it, it sounded more like a, a chant. It is. Um, it's very. I growing up Catholic. That's mm. a that's a Catholic chant. Really? Yes. That's that scared me to death. <laughs> uh, uh, it sounded like they, uh, just in the way that it was presented, it almost sounded like they wanted the walkers to eat them, and then when they did, they were kind of disappointed. Yeah. It was weird. I don't. At least that's how it was. How it felt to me totally. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Luciana explains that those who are infected or terminally ill willingly sacrifice themselves to help build, quote, the wall. Somewhere Donald Trump, I'm sure, was smiling about (laughs) wall building in Mexico. Uh, A barrier of walkers meant to protect the community from outside threats. Nick then accompanies Luciana on a supply run to a nearby supermarket, which is controlled by armed gangs. Uh, Luciana tells Nick that this is basically like these are the gangs that used to control the drug trade, but now they kind of control the everything trade. And uh, Luciana pays them off in, I believe, Oxycontin. Mm -hmm. And they are allowed to fill a single shopping cart 
with as much as they can possibly fill it with. In this case, they're looking for water. Uh, Nick, however, is caught trying to shoplift, but manages to bargain for his life and more supplies uh, by telling the gang members that they noticed, I guess, the leader's sister has an yeah. oxy problem. Mm-hmm. And Nick, being the former junkie that he is, was able to exploit this to his advantage, telling them that they're going to be running out of oxy and they're going to need it and we've got it. So how about we allow you to dip into some of our supply if you give us another shopping cart full of supplies. Right. And instead of Nick losing his hand, he gets another shopping cart full of supplies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Luciana scolds Nick, though, for his reckless behavior, as now the gang will be interested in finding out where her community is and perhaps seeking some sort of revenge. Nick is then brought before the community's leader, Alejandro, who is not just the doctor. He is... The, the everything, really, I yeah. guess. The head honcho. Mm -hmm. So, so much for him being a minor character. It's like a spiritual guide. Yeah, in many ways, yeah. Uh, and he explains to Nick that he keeps the community together by preaching that the undead plague is merely a test from God and those who survive it will inherit the earth. In the meanwhile, we finally catch up with Madison, Alicia, Ophelia, and Strand... Uh, as they have fled Celia's burning estate, intending to get back to the Abigail. However, they find that the Abigail is no longer there and are forced to scavenge a nearby hotel for supplies. While Alicia and Ophelia search the rooms, Madison and Strand get shit-faced uh, at the bar as they express yeah. their various frustrations with life. However, in doing so, a large horde of walkers... Uh, attack the hotel, trapping all four inside. Uh, and again, splitting up people further because Ophelia and Alicia were completely separate from one another. Right, right. Uh, while Alicia was uh, was taking the shower. Mm -hmm. So what did you think of the episode? Um. <laughs> no Travis, no Travis and Chris. So yeah, that's a plus. That's a plus. Yes. Um, I have, before I go into the the actual plot of the episode. Mm -hmm. I have to say that one of the things that I like about this show is because of the setting, um, there's a lot of Hispanic uh, representation and Latinos. Yes, a ton. Um, and I feel like it's one of the few shows I've seen that have Hispanic and Latinos and they are being represented the right way. Yeah. So I like that a lot. Um, they're not being, you know, there's no stereotypes. There's nothing like that. Everything is as it should be. So I like that. Do you, so do you think, let me let me ask you then, as someone who would not know nearly as much as you mm -hmm. uh, about it, is it is it then more, because we've seen two situations now. We've mm -hmm. seen Celia's compound and right. we've seen Alejandro's mini city village thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And is so is it more... Is it stereotypical or is it more cultural? This because we've seen this similarity between the two places where right. there's almost a, a a spiritual connection to the dead. Yeah. Like I know Mexico obviously has like Day of the Dead and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So is it more stereotypical or is it more culturally like relevant? I that... think it's very culturally relevant. Okay. I think that if the zombie apocalypse really happened, there will be definitely people like that. Okay, uh, a lot of them <laughs> so um so i i can see 
that someone in the, the right. writers or someone in the show is doing the research. Yeah, it's ringing. It's ringing culture. true to you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. So I want to talk. I. So many things happen in this episode, but the thing that I liked the most yeah. was the walkers falling from the building. That was a, that was a lot of coolness. That was great. Especially for me, it was because we have Alicia coming out of the shower. Right. She's all cleaned up and she's like, hey, Ophelia, your turn. Hit the showers. Where are you? And the you hear the, the wind, the gusts of the wind, mm-hmm. like the windows mm-hmm. open. And Ophelia had been a little down, I think. Right. And they play it up. It's just... Uh, it's very like very tense. Like, why is the window open? Yeah. Uh, and then you see just you just see a body fall. Mm-hmm. And your my immediate thought was, holy shit! Did Ophelia just jump? Yeah, and me herself? too. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then, but then you see it's because Strand and Madison got wasted, and Strand is playing a piano down in the the lobby, and it's attracting walkers from everywhere, including ones trapped in rooms that are now just falling out over their ledges. Yeah. And it's just raining walkers. It was amazing. I've never seen that before. That was really nuts. That was great. There, there was one that fell and like you could see like it exploded yes. at the bottom. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> hey, they're doing our jobs for us, man. Just, <laughs> just let them let them let them come down. Yeah. And it's, you know, her face was great as well when mm-hmm. she saw all that happening. It's yeah. it was it has to be if it was happening in real life, it has to be something very creepy to see. Agreed. Especially when you saw you you know that your mom is you know in the lobby. Yeah, and it, and it <laughs> seemed like it was like an open air lobby too, like it was open to the outside in some way. It didn't feel like there were like yeah. a lot of doors or something or if yeah. they were there they'd been long since broken cuz zombies just walked in. I mean, I wouldn't be as concerned about the falling zombies. Most of them are probably going to be too badly damaged to get up and come right. after you, but uh, it was certainly attracting other ones. Mm-hmm. And I mean, uh, if one falls from the first floor, like second floor, that one is going to be fine. I uh, <laughs> I I also loved, and and to me, I don't. <laughs> to me, it was symbolism. Maybe maybe it was just purely coincidental, but Madison and Strand. Uh, that last shot we have of them where mm-hmm. they hop behind the bar uh, just sent back beautiful memories of Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, where, <laughs> uh, where it's Simon Pegg. Uh, God, I can't, remember if, I can't remember if Nick Frost is with them or if it's just his girlfriend or something, but they're also surrounded Maybe. by zombies in a bar. And I was waiting for them to do the bit where they dump the alcohol out and like light the the bar on fire so the zombies won't try to like get to them or whatever. But that's what it screamed to me. I don't know. Um, I like the uh, I like the payoff that Nick was being an idiot by stealing from the the gang grocery store. Which, by the way, I just love that idea too. In general, of the 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 gang the gang run grocery store. It's basically like yep. a fully stocked grocery store, but you have to pay with supplies of other kind to get in it's heavily armed in fact there's like a dude in there with a radio playing like grocery store music <laughs> it's really you know really kind they of have weird. to set the mood yeah, yeah, they have yeah. to make you feel like you're actually at the grocery store <laughs> granted there are people in like the aisles toting weapons and stuff keeping an eye on you and they'll shoot you 
if you look at them the wrong way. But, you know, you still got to keep that grocery store feel going. Um, But he wasn't being he wasn't being an ass to steal something for himself. He was stealing stealing it for a little girl the little girl we see at the beginning of the episode and we learn it's his father the guy who voluntarily uh commits suicide by walker uh the little girl that nick finds himself with is his little girl and he doesn't have anything to give her so he decides to steal uh some form of hostess snack cake type thing uh Mm -hmm. to give to the little girl instead which uh i thought was a nice touch. Although that's something they've explored a little bit earlier when they met the family who lived on the island sort of thing. Nick was yeah. really good with the, the, the younger yeah, kids. Yeah, he has a soft spot for little kids. Indeed. And uh, I feel, I don't know if they're showing that like a, like a premonition, like <laughs> something is going to happen to him because of a little kid. Yes. So, uh, we'll so see. So let's <laughs> let's talk about the, the big root. Re- the thing that was revealed in this episode, which is Nick uh, having a conversation with Luciana and she, they're having this conversation about faith, you know, and she thinks Nick doesn't have any faith. And, you know, what do you, why do you believe any of this is happening? And he doesn't know. And um, she starts telling them about the beliefs that they hold in Alejandro's community. And she talks about how he was bitten Oh my god, yes. But he didn't turn. And Nick mm-hmm. is like, no, bullshit. You you get bitten, you're going to die, and you're going to turn. And she goes, no, I've seen it. And then they hinted at it a little bit. You could see, like... Uh, the, bat, the bite. Yeah, you could see yeah. it. And it, was, and it was black, I think, like, around it and mm-hmm. stuff. But mm-hmm. he seemed otherwise okay. Yep. And they have not hinted at anything remotely like that, really, on The Walking Dead. I don't think... Um, you know, I mean, there was obviously that one storyline about like uh, there's a cure in Washington or something, uh, but obviously that was made up, uh, that sort of thing. And we had other things like they thought maybe they could cure things by you know, figure out a cure by going to the CDC, right, uh, and stuff like that. But that never came to fruition. This is the first time now, unless of course this is bullshit and he wasn't bitten by a walker, right? He may just be selling this as a way to keep people calm and under control. Um, but if it pans out to be true, he would be the first person, as far as we know, in this world that was bitten and didn't die from the bite or get mm-hmm. infected and die, which which could be interesting. Could be, yeah. What did, what did you make of it? Do you think it's um, do you think this is going to turn into a legit thing, or is this going to be another uh, I... a Walking Dead swerve? I don't think that he's immune to the to like whatever causes people mm-hmm. in this world to turn into zombies. Yeah. I don't think that's the case because I feel like if that was the case, like you said, we would have seen something in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but we haven't. Um, so I have two theories. My first one is he did say at the beginning of the episode when he's like, uh, he's talking to this old man um, and he's giving him an, an injection. Oh, um, yes. For yes, something, yes. The, the old man has something in his leg. He's infected or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the old man says, uh, to, calls him doctor or something. And yes. he says, I'm not a doctor. I'm a pharmacist. Yes. Um, and I was like, after they revealed that he got bit, I was like, well, he's a pharmacist. He has access to a lot of 
medication, so maybe he did something to the bite? I don't know. Yeah, it's possible that maybe he was able to treat it early on. Right. Maybe if, he knows something. I don't know. Maybe there's, yeah, maybe there's a, an antibiotic that, that might work, or a combination yeah. of antibiotics that might work. It's, that's possible as well. It's possible. I don't but think then... he's, I don't, I, I don't feel like he's playing them for, like, I don't, if he is playing them, I don't think it's like a, he's a, I don't feel like it's a situation where he's like a snake oil salesman where he's just trying to do it to save his own hide. I feel like he's using it to his advantage. Um, to, to a degree, but I feel like he's, he also is interested in keeping everyone calm and right. together. And like, I, I don't know if he's necessarily doing it to save his own, his own butt, but like, he doesn't feel that way to me. Like strand felt that way to me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a guy who would be willing to use any situation to get what he wanted or needed. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he's maybe doing Alejandro is doing this because perhaps it's the only way to to keep people from going into like a mass yeah. hysteria. I'm still on the fence with him. I don't know. I'm still not sure if he's a good guy or a bad guy. I'm mm-hmm. I'm confused about his character. Um, yeah. And the other theory I had was that something bit him that's not a walker, and yeah. it looks like a a bite from a walker, but mm-hmm. he's saying that it was a walker but it wasn't yeah so i think that's the most likely thing i am yeah and like in this show you've always got to be careful right because you never know like if somebody's gonna be how they're gonna turn out to be usually some people it's very obvious one way or the other but most of the people we meet they're very much in the middle and i'm always wary of anybody who kind of forms like a semi-religion in the in the zombie apocalypse Whenever, whenever that exists, I, yeah. I find it usually ends up turning bad. Mm-hmm. We'll find out, I suppose. Uh, was there anything? Was there anything you didn't? Oh, we learned uh, Madison. Although she's uh, a California girl, when we meet her, uh, Strand works it out of her that she is, an, in fact, a Southern gal mm-hmm. who I think was born in Alabama or something. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. And was it just me? Maybe I maybe I was it could have just been me, but perhaps you noticed as well. It sounded to me the more she drank, the more it southern. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like she yeah. sounded more southern as yeah. she got wasted. Uh what what did you uh what did you make of that? Like it started out okay and then it quickly turned into I'm a horrible mom. Nick's dad was a horrible Was he a I horrible mean, she, dad? I think so. I don't know. I we don't know a lot of information about him, but she did hint, or I don't, I, I couldn't figure it out, but she did say that he committed suicide, right? I thought, my feeling was that it was an overdose. Like he was okay. a junkie. So it was an accident, but he caused, he, he was under the influence of something. Yeah, and I feel like she sort of blames, like... She thinks that it's like runs in the family or something, and that's why Nick is the way he is. Like she said, he was he was born lost, mm-hmm. and she feels like a horrible mom. And then yeah, her uh, things like turned into like a really weird. I feel like a really weird liberal arts college scene where she was <laughs> taking shots and then throwing them against the wall while Strand I... is playing this weird piano music. Like it felt like a very weird like a. Uh, like performance art. Yeah. Like she yep. take a shot and throw the glass and he's sitting there playing this weird song. Yep. Very weird scene. 
I oh. wrote on my notes on capital letters, do not get drunk on the zombie apocalypse. No, why would anyone do, do... not do this? Like why? they're they're trying to like defend themselves <laughs> under the influence. I, I like I'm shocked it didn't devolve into Shaun of the Dead like uh areas of defense where they're just throwing everything like they threw a tissue box at their head and records and like none of it none of it was working. Uh, right. Maybe we shouldn't drink so much next time. I mean, uh, I know things are tough. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you need a drink. Yeah. But the only reason I will drink in the zombie apocalypse is if I know that I'm safe and nothing is gonna enter the room I'm, I'm in. Then I'll I'll go nuts. I'll I'll get drunk. That's fine. Quite but frankly, you're, you're on the open. That you didn't even check if there are walkers around. I don't know. That was stupid. The the thing that didn't ring true to me in that scene, which I guess is my uh, my biggest issue with this episode, uh, it's kind of a plot hole. So they talked about, uh, I think it was Alicia's idea to go to the hotel, and she's she's yeah. gotten she's gotten smarter because they're like, you know, well, uh, you know, they've probably picked that place clean, right? And she mm-hmm. goes, yeah, but better inside than outside, right? Uh, which is true. Uh, And when Alicia and Ophelia finally find a room that was free of formerly alive uh, tenants of the hotel, they find that the room, in fact, was pretty much picked clean by the people who were in there previously. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yet, the bar in the lobby appears to be fully stocked with liquor. (laughs) I cannot believe. Like, look, people just for something to drink or something to get wasted on, or more importantly, for medical use. Yeah, disinfect stuff. Disin- disinfect yeah. wounds. Uh, Make, like, Molotov cocktails. Yes! Yes! <laughs> but no, the whole bar was just there, basically, untouched. I, I cannot believe that that's a thing that happened. Yep. Uh, that was a little weird. Uh, I'm curious as to if they're going to ever go back to the Abigail thing. They went looking for the boat, and then the boat was gone. And Strand seems to think it was the military who commandeered it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wonder if that's the end of Walking Dead at Sea. Uh, Do you think they go back to the? Do you think they go back to the boat, or is this going to be like a a land only thing? Maybe Travis finds the boat. Oh my god. He's got to do something. I don't know what him and Chris are going to do. So <laughs> He tried fixing the boat the last time, and he didn't succeed. So, so maybe he's that's his obsession now. we got to get back to the boat. <laughs> I'm going to fix it this time, Chris. And Chris is going to be all emoed out and yeah, yeah. mad at the world. Uh, so I will say this. I'm surprised at where the show has gone. Uh, I did not expect them to go to see mm-hmm. number one. That was different. Although I think it met with mixed results. Some episodes were, were good and some were really just not so good. Yep. Um, but now, but now I really didn't expect them to go to another country entirely like yeah. this, like this uh, in some of the formula of how they're doing the story. It's similar to the walking dead. But otherwise, it feels very different mm-hmm. from like the backcountry roads and forests of Georgia, where it's very much uh, dry and and deserty and beige, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's a very different uh, look. I've been enjoying it so far. I, I yeah. think it's been I think it's been kind of refreshing. In fact, I I'm almost curious. I almost I almost want like a montage of 
The Walking Dead from the perspective of people from around the world. Uh, I'd really <laughs> like to see like what's going on in England or uh, that would be great. Or what's happening in like uh, in like the tundra of like Russia or something yeah. like that. Like yeah, yeah. how are winter zombies? How's that going? Uh, <laughs> I don't think they've ever really tackled winter. No, Walking Dead have they? That's always been weird to me. Mm-hmm. Clearly enough, we've only seen it in like places where it's where snow winter. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And it's not super. I don't think it's super snowy in Georgia. I could be wrong. Um, I've never been. But I mean, they they've had snowstorms, but it's really rare. Yeah. Um, I need to I need to see zombies in snowbanks. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, all right. What would uh, let's let's move on to scores and then we'll get out of here for uh, for the week and uh, we'll prepare for the September fourth edition mm-hmm. of the show. Uh, what would you give Los Muertos? I'm gonna give it a solid four. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's mainly because of that scene of the walkers jumping out of the balconies. That for me was so was so creepy and so great. It was perfect. So. It's it's one of those things, and like there's some video games. Like it, it'll never not be satisfying to fly right. around as Batman in like Arkham Knight <laughs> or or beat up dudes in that game. Yeah, yeah. It was oddly satisfying to watch yeah. zombies fall from very high places and just splat. Yeah, and it made me jump. Like it, it, the first one that uh, they showed. Same here. Yeah, yeah. It made me jump, but it scared me. So I like that. Made me too. Mainly because I thought it was Ophelia. Yeah. And I'm like, holy cow, she's gone. What happened? I was like, I was like, whoa, this got dark. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what happened, Ophelia? I, didn't, I, I mean, I know things are really crappy right now. Like really <laughs> crappy, but you know. It's, yeah. You still got you still got Alicia and Madison Strand. Um, cle- clearly, I think she's still around somewhere. Who knows where? But somewhere. Yeah, uh, yeah it was. I thought. In fact, before I give you my score, I thought for a second that when Alicia goes out to the window and she saw zombies falling, I thought she had found Ophelia and Ophelia was just dumping them like she found walkers <laughs> and was tossing them off the roof for fun. <laughs> Like, that's what I thought was happening for like a second, and I'm like, "Oh, she's not there. They're just falling. Why are they falling? Oh, because they're hearing the, the music from the lobby." But for a second, I was like, "Is Ophelia somewhere? Just like tossing them off a roof?" That would have like, been, been great too. Like, just she lures them in, and then she just sidesteps them, and then just gives them a shove, and off they fall. That's actually a really smart way of getting rid of zombies. That is true. Like, if you're in a really high place, mm-hmm. you know they're not going to care. No, you can or, just push them. Yeah. They're not even going to really try to fight you, I don't think. So. No. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like this episode a lot. I gave this one, I actually gave this one four and one half. Oh. I really like this episode. Uh, I You know, I think maybe it was tainted a little bit by the, the score is slightly ticked up because of the lack of Chris and Travis because I walked into this episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thinking they were going to be in it and I was not looking forward to it and when the episode ended I'm like I didn't see them at all I really like yeah. this episode mm-hmm. I just, I but just, at the same time it makes you like anxious to know that they're coming they are coming <laughs> uh, yeah I just like some of the I just like some of the ideas mm-hmm. uh, that were presented in this episode and it is 
Uh, Alejandro's place is kind of like Celia's, but he's coming at it from a different perspective than she. Like she was almost like, I love these dead zombie things. They're still like family to me. Yeah. And that's not how Alejandro is looking at it. But it's like they're uh, uh, like opposite of the coin from one another. Like they're like on the same coin, but they're like on opposite sides of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I really have a good feeling that this is going to pick up. And it's going to be better than I was expecting it to be. Because mm-hmm. uh, clearly, as people would know by watching or listening to last week's episode, uh, neither of us were clearly that into the show because we mm-hmm. didn't realize it had even returned to television. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I feel like it's getting better, though. And uh, we're also slowly, as we're slowly coming to the end of this season, we're slowly ramping up the hype train for god i don't know what is it season eight season seven of walking dead what's yeah. season i is it in eight it might be eight i don't remember someone's gonna die everybody in the cast keeps obviously referring to like the big the first episode is gonna be crazy and yeah. it's like yes we know someone is going to die everyone presumed it was going to be glenn and now i feel like because everyone figured it out i think it might they might change it Mm-hmm. Reportedly, they had filmed death scenes for almost everybody. Yeah, I heard is, that. Is what the report is. So hopefully that will be a, a Blu-ray extra at some point where if you really wished Abraham had died, you can watch <laughs> the scene where Abraham gets killed. And everyone goes, no, Abraham. Uh, so <laughs> we will see. Maybe they shot a scene where Rick gets killed. That'd be interesting. That will be crazy. Can you imagine a world where the 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 main character is no longer? That's insane. Yeah. Uh, remember, like, I, I, you told you said that, I, and I got upset. Like, I'm upset right now. It would really be weird, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it, it, I mean, you can imagine it with like any show, like oh, in season five of Next Gen, they killed off Captain Picard for some reason. Ugh. That'd be so weird. Like, that doesn't make yeah. any sense. No. Maybe they'll do it. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure they've got cuts for every. There's maybe a, a, a Carl cut where he where he beats Carl to death. That would uh, be awful, too. That would be awful. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's, a, maybe there's a weird cut where Negan offs himself for some reason. <laughs> like, I, maybe they're just like, look, we've got a plan for every possible contingency. He just trips on his bat. Yeah, slips, hits a rock, <laughs> stubs his toe, falls, and the bat lands right on his face. Very final destination. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> With a, is that one of those? Is that one of those deaths where they just ran out of ways to kill people? So they're like, let's think of goofy ways to do it. Yeah, this is a walker falls from the sky for some reason. <laughs> and yeah, an anvil or something like that. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, we're done coming up with creative ways to kill off people in The Walking Dead for this week, but. Come back next week when we'll have, I'm sure, all new, fresh ideas as to how to kill off people. Uh, people are dying to figure out how we would kill off Michonne. Ugh. Tune in next week and we'll figure she out. She will never die. That's, that's, you imagine if he killed that's Maggie? It. Can you imagine if he killed Maggie, who's, who's the child? No, my God, no. Negan, you <laughs> asshole. I'm sure there's a, there might be a cut of that somewhere. That may, maybe they filmed that. It oh could. I don't know if it's as I don't know if it's as awful as the Red Wedding. I don't know if you've gotten to that yet in game in your Game of Thrones watching. Not yet. I stopped. <sighs> if I were you, I would just never watch the Red Wedding episode. <laughs> if I were you, I would just. Or if you ever get to it, maybe just skip over it. And even after going through The Walking Dead, that would be awful for me. Yes, 
Oh my gosh. Let me okay. just let me just say the 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 thing that happens in the red wedding is far more disturbing than anything I've seen on Walking Dead. Oh wow. I, All I, right. By leaps and bounds, I that say, gives me motivation to do, to see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was uh, it was uh, it was it was no good. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let's get happy and uh, and tell everybody that you can listen to this and uh, all the back catalog episodes and a whole bunch of other shows at cinemageekly.com/slash/premium, and you can also find us on iTunes and Google Play Music. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead, and you can subscribe to us. And I've checked. I think we might be the only podcast on there called Hear the Walking Dead, which blows my mind. Awesome. I thought for sure somebody else would have thought of it, but Mm -hmm. I guess nobody else did. So, yeah, just search for us on iTunes and Google Play Music, and you can subscribe and get the episodes as they become available. And uh, that's it for this week. Aurora and I will return next week with all new ways of killing people off. Uh, for episode two, uh, episode 10, season two of Fear the Walking Dead called Do Not Disturb. Uh, 